Basically, basically, with great responsibility comes great Spider-Man. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. Must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Roast Mortem Podcast. I am Tom. I'm Travis. Hey, I'm Cody. That's it. Just the three of us tonight. And just that's the, the way three. you guys like it, don't you? Can make yeah, it dog. if we try. Just, just the, the three, three of us. us. Me and my thighs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that is three of you. Wow. <laughs> big thighs. How's okay. everyone's week? Good. Normal. I, you guys always say normal. Why aren't you fighting spiders? Because uh, we don't have full time jobs. Spiders. They're, they're not that annoying. They're bitches. I hate them. Don't have to fight them. Skull tell us. I only fight people bigger than me. I fight people that are smaller than me that have more legs because they can run faster than oh, me. Oh, wow. All right. Fine. <laughs> Saying. It's a legs game for you, you and your thighs. All right. It's normal. It's normal. My thighs got bigger this week. That's Congratulations. About uh, That's about it. Yeah, it's, I got nothing. I'm a boring fuck. Anyone eat any fast food this week? Oh, I ate a lot. What'd you eat? <laughs> let me see. Oh, let me just pull out my journal here. Uh, I, I had macaroni and cheese with chorizo. That's not fast food. I know, that's but too it's fans. delicious. Unless it's like the shitty chorizo that's basically like a dried out hot dog. <laughs> not so fancy. <laughs> not so fancy. I probably had a little bit of McDonald's. I probably had a little Wendy's. I probably had a little T-Bell. So I'm, you're a real American. Well, yeah. My, I'm, I was... This episode's all about thighs. The moral okay. of the story. <laughs> moral, the moral of the story is KFC wasn't in there. Make your no, I don't. Can't, I don't fuck with KFC. No, that was What's the only why? place that could have given you thighs. What about Louisiana Fast? Popeyes. Louisiana Fast. Louisiana Fast. Popeyes. No, 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 no. No miserable bowls for me. No fucking KFC dog with that right. cartilage bone. Fair enough. Plastic bones. We just lost the sponsorship. Thanks, Travis. <laughs> All right, moving along here. <laughs> yeah. Who done the research today? I did it. Fuck you guys. Who's yeah, on the chopping man? On the chopping man today, I have the one, the only, Wyatt Earp. Earp. Wyatt, Wyatt Earp. Earp. Western American lawman. Oh, or lawless man, depending on how you take him. Mm. All right. So, what do you guys think of Wyatt as a name? A first I had a roommate name. named Wyatt. He was weird. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, he blew out uh, all the nerves in his left hand with an M80 once. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was using it as an he, he, he used his left hand as an oven mitt all the time. It's very handy. I feel like that's as like a parent that's just irresponsible because your kid is gonna blow his hand off if you name him Wyatt. You know? Yeah, I can see that. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know if your name's Wyatt and you're uh, a respectable person or an animal or a fucking disgusting animal, we want to hear from you. Yeah, dog. Cuz we still like people. Yeah. We're not judging, Me too. just observing. Me too. So we're talking about and I I was gonna throw it out there. I was gonna wait for someone, but we're talking about the Wild Wild West. We are. Uh-huh, nah, Wild Wild West. Jim West, Desperado. I don't know the lyrics. Sometimes the Wild Midwest. All right. Cool. Good dog. Hear what Travis did? No. All right, let's move along. Motherfucking Wyatt Earp, a.k.a. the Peoria Bummer. What? I won for this one. What the fuck is that? That was his nickname, the Peoria Bummer. What's Peoria? The city. All right, and he was a bum of Peoria, <laughs> making him a. If, if there's a Peoria, England, the the that, Peoria that name means something totally <laughs> different. That's why I chose it? It's nice. <sighs> and a little quote he said: 
The good Lord owes me an explanation for the things that have happened in my life. Oh, fuck off. Well, fuck. I haven't even heard his story, but fuck off. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck now. I'm from Peoria. Well, good Lord. He's not from Peoria. Yeah, he whatever. I'm a Peoria. That was just where his delinquency, most of his delinquency I'm a happened. Peoria penis. Fuck off. All right, so tell us more about yeah. this man. So he's a bummer. Uh, what is he best known for, though? Because I don't really know much about him. We'll get into that. Okay. He was a Swiss army knife of an employee, you would say. Worked as a constable, a policeman, a county sheriff, a deputy, a marshal, a teamster, a buffalo hunter, a bouncer, a saloon keeper, a gambler, a brothel keeper, a miner, and a boxing ref. Wow. He can make a killer Manhattan and also a killer old fashioned. <laughs> good, good, good. Curriculum vitae. Good yeah. CV. Well, well, he, yeah, yeah. he could probably do an old-fashioned both ways. He worked in a brothel. True. Winky, naughty, winky. Yeah. He worked in a old-fashioned and old-fashioned, please. <laughs> one and one. This is the American West slash Midwest around the turn of the 19th century. So it's old-timey. The names are hilarious, and the dollar amounts make no fucking sense. Love oh, this shit. shit. This is the best. I hope I can buy something for a couple nickels and a, a penny. Oh, we're gonna get into the things you could buy with 50 bucks. I love it. He's known as a boom chaser. A boob chaser? Boom. Boom chaser. Oh, okay. He chased booms caused by gold, silver, cows, and land mostly. He's a boom bum. As soon as you hear like, oh, Wichita's up and coming with cows, money to be made in Wichita, he'd just up and go to Wichita. Well, yeah, if you lived in Wichita, you just hear this in the background. The Wyatt Earp is coming. Wyatt Earp. We got up. Wyatt Earp fought things or opposed things or feuded with things called cowboys. Not necessarily what everyone knows as cowboys. Cowboys were the rough and tumble, dirty lowlifes of the area. Mm. Little known fact a lot of cowboys were black. Yeah. Most cowboys were black back really? at this time. Yes. Did not know that. Yes. But John Wayne changed that. Ooh. Oh, Wayne boy. Yeah, in but, Hollywood. That's how we look at it. But mm. what yeah, about yeah. ranchers? Those are legit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboys. You'd call those cattle hands. Oh, okay, those okay. So cowboys ranchers. are kind of like the. I'm in this town because I got arrested and am wanted in another town. Hello. The term right. cattle hands is kind of gross. If you think about like a cattle, like a full size <laughs> cattle with with human oh. hands, like how gross that would be. Yeah, yeah just is. like hands coming out of it. He's not reaching his neck down to the ground to get the grass. He's just picking it up and shoving <laughs> it in there. <laughs> Fucking gross. <laughs> That's disgusting, dude. He was born Wyatt Barry Stapp Earp. <laughs> Wyatt Barry? Wyatt Barry Stapp Earp. All right. So Scott. his middle names were Barry Stapp. Yeah, but it wasn't Barry like the name. It was like the fruit. Like Chuck Berry. Oh, okay. Uh, well, and also like Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. How many P's <laughs> are in Barry Stapp? <laughs> Scott Stapp. Some of the uh, biggest rock and roll icons out there. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Born on March 19th, 1848, to Nicholas Porter Earp and Virginia Ann Cooksey. <laughs> yes, the names are great. Yeah, yeah but, it's getting good. But they, but they both had, like, Norm, Nicholas and Virginia? Nicholas Porter Earp and Virginia Ann Cooksey. why they pick Wyatt? I don't know, it's is bad. It, no, but Moms a, aren't used to naming human beings in the 1800s. <laughs> no, I said Wyatt was a popular name back then. Yeah. 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 I know it was, but at the same time, we go from Nicholas, Virginia, Wyatt. I actually think I know this. His dad named Wyatt after um, his commanding officer while he was in the army. That saved his life, apparently. So I think it's a namesake from the man that saved Wyatt's dad. 
So like saved him from some kind of um, artillery breach yeah, or cannon fire or, or, or like did he save him by spreading the word of Jesus Christ? Probably the former. Mm. Mm. All right. I just imagine him, you know, pulling him off the side and saying, oh, uh, thank you, Wyatt. I will name one of my semens after you. I hope and luckily, it's that one. That one will be my son. Well, back then they thought Siemens was just like a, a ghost, spirit ghost. Yeah, every load was a child, one child. <laughs> he was born in Monmouth, Missouri, and his family moved west in search of farmland. So you can kind of see like how his family is already like chasing a boom of farmland. Yep, moving around for it. Uh, young Wyatt Earp kept running away trying to join the army. His dad, on more than one occasion, had to go hunt him down and bring him back. Wasn't very good at it. Yeah, no. I, no, he was 15. You're not, you're not good at a lot of things when you're 15. No. Mm. Good thing he didn't have a Tacoma. Oh, yeah. When Earp was 21, he began working for the Union Pacific Railroad. You know, Deadwood type shit, as you do. Mm-hmm. Wait, so he just... Does he actually join the army? Nope, he can't do it. His dad keeps catching him and bringing him back. But you're saying at the age of 21. Yeah, he joins the railroad. So this is six years later. Yeah. So his dad wouldn't even let him do it? No. Really? Huh. I mean, that was kind of like my dad. He was, uh, you know, because his Wyatt's dad was in the military. My dad was in the Navy. Wyatt had brothers in the military, but Uh. it was just like, you're too young for this. Yeah, my dad was in the Navy, and he was like, you know what? Like, I respect if you want to join the army, but you're not. (laughs) Because, like, I did it. Yeah, and it, and more uh, respect to everyone that does it, but I don't know. I guess the, sometimes the parents are like, like, no, no, no. Yeah, a lot of parents uh, who serve don't want their kids serving. Yeah. Interesting. Especially if they were around during nom times. Right, that was my dad. He was around yeah, at yeah. that time, you know. Mm-hmm. So, As you do working on the American Railroad, you pick up a certain skill set. Namely, you get good at boxing, betting on boxing, and officiating boxing. Great. It just seems like railroad workers just boxed in their free time in boxcars. Maybe that's how they got their name. Mm. Well, maybe. Ooh, very yeah. true. Very true. Hop on the pugilistic train to destiny and I'll punch you right in the knuckles for fun. ka This is his first manifestation of a gambling problem that would be a reoccurring theme in his life. In the late 1869, Earp courted a 20-year-old Urilla Sutherland. Urilla Sutherland. Urilla. Urilla. U R I L L A. Urilla Deville. Urilla. She sounds like someone made out of meat. It sounds like a primate. Like <laughs> loose meat. Urilla. Yeah, like a gorilla. I love you so much. <laughs> I sure do love you, Urilla. Urillas. It sounds like a wonderful name for a, an old timey sweetheart, like my fair Urilla. Yeah. I do declare your eyes are like bottomless pools. <laughs> She was probably hot. <laughs> I don't know. She was probably hot. Probably. Her name was Oopie. Earp bought a $50 plot of land outside of Lamar, Missouri. So jealous. When he learned his... Yeah, when no. he learned Arilla was preggers. Oh, he knocked her up? Oh, yeah. Knocked her up and everything. Mm. Tragedy would strike in the form of typhoid. Oh. Just before the house was complete, claiming Arilla and the unborn baby. Fucking Fuck. typhoid fucking Mary. You son of a bitch. That's why I don't eat typhoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Kagai? Tom Kagai. A heartbroken Wyatt Earp would later sell the entire house and plot for $75. <laughs> so there. you can do the math there. How much was the house worth? About 25 P's. About $25. Oh, yeah, dude. 
I got $25. Anyone want to sell their house for a The land was land? 50. Keep in mind, the land yeah. was 50. The house was 25. Anyone want to sell... Uh, you can write into the show if anyone wants to sell their land for $75 with the house. Keep in mind, if you pay 1,000 times that price, it's pretty normal. Yeah. And appreciated. Yes. Yeah. But just $75. 1,000. <laughs> 1,000 <laughs> times that. 1,000. Now, here we're going to get into Erp and his... Love-hate relationship with the law. He was on both sides of the law continuously and ever flip-flopping while he was alive. All right. <laughs> law Trubs. 1871, Earp was tasked with collecting licensing fees for the city of Lamar, Missouri. Everyday stuff, probably fishing, logging, owning your boomstick, using your boomstick. I got my boomstick right Missouri on. stuff. Yeah. This is how the town would have effectively fund its schooling, its public schools. Erpy straight up pocketed the cash that he was supposed to be collecting for the schools. <laughs> Fuck yeah. What a dick. I repeat, he is not doing it for the children. No, he, he is not doing it for the kids. Yeah, he's... but like, they're just giving him money, and I guess he's being realistic. It's 1870 dirt. Everything is dirt. <laughs> These children aren't going anywhere. Hello, he... any of you Abraham Lincoln? Absolutely not. No. The first offense is stealing from kids. He's opposite Bernie Mac, dude. I know. I'm, I'm going to defend him a little bit because he's he's not doing it for the kids. Tom, um, right. you know what? Guess kids. what? Uh, guess what? You might need to go to jail now because I. You should maybe think about children. Mind police, you're arrested already. Oh shit! You're done. Oh no! First Amendment rights, you're violating them tonight. <laughs> His second funny little offense was in eight, later in 1871. Your boy Erpy got caught stealing two horses. Erpy had an appliance, appliance, accomplice, call named Edward Kennedy, and Edward stood stood trial sooner than Wyatt Earp. Kennedy claimed Erpy had gotten him drunk, and Earp threatened to kill him oh, if he did not shit. help steal horses. So this is kind of like a proto plea bargain. Like the guy who stood trial first is like the other guy did it. The guy behind me is the guy you want to put in jail. Right. This is before law really figured out what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. And they I, would just try people. Oh, this is quick. this this is the era where American legal system does not know what it's doing. And it's hilarious. I also nice. I don't was this the first time you said that? You may call him Erpy dog? Hello Erpy. Erpy. That's been calling him Erpy the whole time. You would call him Erpy that I just noticed Erpy. It's his pet name. Erpy. I like Erpy dog. I like Erpy. I will call him Wyatt when we're talking about his brothers because they're all technically Erpies. Erpy. So his accomplice stood trial before him and essentially snitched him out hardcore. Mm -hmm. And Erp, instead of waiting for trial, was just like, fuck that, and dug out of his jail cell's roof. Nice. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. Don't need this. He disappeared into Peoria, Illinois, where he survived a winter hunting buffalo and pimping women. Oh. All That's right. a great that, combo. That sounds like it's really the same thing. Yeah, pimping buffalo. No, pimping women and hunting buffalo. Hunting fat chicks. One gets you money, the other gets you food, <laughs> depending on which one you do right. Hey, man, man's gotta eat. Whatever floats your buffalo. In Peoria, Erpy was arrested for, get this, keeping and being found in a house of ill fame. What? What do you think that's code for? The whorehouse. Whorehouse is indeed correct. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna go with the basketball hall of fame in Massachusetts. That's not correct. <laughs> Because he's in Illinois. Uh, he plays around. No, no, he's in Peoria. Yeah, yeah. He's around. Illinois. Back in the day, the Basketball Hall of Fame was in Illinois. So you're partially right. So Thank keeping you. and being found in. My question is, what if you're not one of those? Like, what if you're the keeper of a whorehouse that doesn't frequent it? 
from Dune. Mm. I'm not in it, huh? Oh, right. right. Uh, hmm. And what do you think punishment for running a whorehouse is back in Illinois? A slap on 18. the upside of the dick. Close. Travis? Um, a gentle pat on the head and five cans of SpaghettiOs. And be on your way, sir. 20 bucks and on your way. 20 bucks and on your way. Well, 20 he, bucks uh, is his house you... was 25. Yeah, exactly. You could buy a new house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, you pimping gets you more than 20 bucks. Like, oh, so. Yeah, that's true. It's true. So just you can buy a lot keep more. on pimping. You it's know? like all yeah. these pharmaceutical companies and like telecommunication companies, whenever they get sued for something, it's, it's a million all... dollars, but it's just like, to you them, ma- it's just like, huh? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Ma- you made $15 billion off this scam. We're going to And we charged you, we charged you a $500 million. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Take of course them. they're gonna keep scamming. Mm-hmm. Take exactly. So, if the punishment for being a pimp back in the day is just simply 20 bucks, your boy Erp got arrested twice more for pimping. Yeah. And paid his $20. So he's down 60 bucks. The fourth time he got caught pimping, he used a floating brothel on the Mississippi as a loophole to get around. Oh, that was some Fuck fucking great. Yeah. They still do that shit with casinos, right? Yes, they do. Wait, <laughs> could I, they technically do that with whorehouses, too? Now I don't know. I don't not not now. No, but I think there's like a federal rule about yep, that. The rule yeah, about international waters and all that shit. It's well, not, interna- not international. It's not international waters. No, but- no. I'm saying if you were to do it international, in well, yeah. international waters, couldn't you have a whorehouse on the water? Yes. Yeah, you could. If, but you, it's your job to defend that whorehouse from pirates without the help of any navy, though. Yeah, that's why it's not done. And if you have a boat filled with whores, your people have are coming pirates. out. Yeah, yeah. Pirates when you have whores. I just finished watching uh, Altered Carbon. Kind of about that, but it was in space science. Oh, space force? Oh. Yeah, kind of, well, like sky science. Oh, all right, sky. Yeah, so, I will never watch that show, and I'll tell you why. Because I fell asleep watching Netflix one time, and then that came on, <laughs> and I woke up, and I was having horrible nightmares to it, and I'll never watch it. Oh, it was a great show. You should watch it when you have nightmares. To let people know, I kind of grew up in Missouri, and yes, I did notice the floating casinos uh, when I was there, Travis. There was only two places you could gamble in missouri well actually three places the mississippi river the missouri river and mcdonald's there's actually a mcdonald's steamboat they got that was in use until 2000 and really? i re- they tore it up at i've eaten on it oh wow uh and i recently i in doing this i discovered they tore it up they tore it up on t- in like the 2001 oh, oh man decommissioned it i was just like oh man like i would have loved to like hit that back up on like a road trip if i was ever yeah in the Midwest. Go, i want to like, go I hit that i up. ate That's... mcnuggets on a steamboat uh, yeah. on the mcdonald's steamboat and you're gambling because anytime you no step you can't foot... gamble no 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 no, 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 no. not on the mcdonald's anytime steamboat. you step foot in a mcdonald's you're gambling through oh, life okay, okay yeah. hold on one <laughs> second here i just want to point out to our listenership that that's what the roast mortem podcast is about travis made a joke cody educated you with mcnuggets and i listened uh, okay, it's yeah. This is, a learn, this is a learning. That's a learning experience, so, but with humor and Russ Morton very in touch with ourselves. So uh, more, Cody. Please. Yeah, no. Next week's episode, we won't be broadcasting from our normal studio. We'll be at the TED stage. Oh my god! Can, we, <laughs> can, <we do> that? <laughs> can any one of our listeners start a petition to get us on a TEDx stage? Yeah, it's got to we'll be TEDx. TEDx. We're yeah, not doing TED. TED. We'll take TEDx. TEDx. It has to be a TEDx. Who has a doctorate at this table? <laughs> All right, gambling in Missouri is allowed in three places. The Mississippi River, the Missouri River, and the Indian Reservations. And I also looked up, uh, you can also have gambling on bodies of water within a thousand feet of the Mississippi and Missouri River back in the day. Back in the day being 1992. So, you know, 
if you were so inclined, you could dig your own moat that's a thousand feet away from the Mississippi or Missouri <laughs> and have your own casino as long as you kept it floating in the puddle you dug. That's what Erpy did? No, that's not what he did. Oh. He just had his whorehouse on the river. I was just drawing a conclusion okay. that like there is a mentality in at least Missouri that like, hey, the river's not a state. Right. So go gambling. You know what I mean? Like the like Missourians were like, the debauchery's not happening in my state. So I'm fine with this. Yeah, it's if, in if, the water between states. If you live on water, you don't exist, son. Yeah. You just figuring it out. Yeah. So <laughs> you're an Alex Mack. So in the Midwest, the Mississippi River was kind of looked upon as like international waters junior. Mm, like okay. shit was a little bit looser on now the don't mighty go Mississippi. Killing out there, but we're going to yeah, turn yeah. blind eye to what else is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I looked in tips and whatnot. I, I looked into the laws, and apparently, dog racing is grandfathered into this rule. Oh, because it's gambling. It's gambling. I'm just waiting to find a steamboat that's willing to be large enough to sport a dog racing track. Well, you can use like, small- it's legal. You can do it. It's just no one else has done it. You yet. talk to the the fine people over at Crossfire, and you get some real small dogs. Maybe we have something to go off here. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like that idea. How much uh, do you think you got fined for uh, the floating brothel? It's got to be more than 20 bucks because uh, it's it's a floating abomination towards mankind. I'm really open to get this one right, which I usually don't care, but I'm yeah. going to go $26.50. $26.50. Uh, I'm going $42. $43.15. Whoa! Travis is Suck closest it! without going over. Yeah! $43.15 is the penalty for having a Floating brothel on the Mississippi River. Hard as fuck. Dude, I spend that at McDonald's. Oh, you are just... (laughs) After his floating brothel got stamped out, Wyatt and his then-waifu, Sally, chased down another boom. This time, cows in Wichita. I believe I said that earlier. You did mention it, but... They go for the cows in Wichita. Wait, they go into Wichita? How do you you get a cow boom? Like, just extras? There's a Wild West leather... (laughs) You can eat it. No, no, I understand, like, the uh, commodity of cows, but, like, what's the boom? Like, oh, the well, boom is, like, cow drives have been augmented by the railroad, finally. So cattle drives are going from, like, you know, instead of the ranch to the slaughterhouse, it's going from, like, right. fucking Colorado to Tombstone, you know? And, uh, right, and also, like, Tom, let me explain. So the bull has an erect penis, and he puts it inside of the cow, and then they make more cows. Thank you. And they boom. 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 I want you in my room. <laughs> Ooh. We'll spend the night together. As we walk down to tomb. Stone. See <sighs> what I've done. Yeah. Wyatt has this weird job as a seasonal law enforcement agent. Whenever he wants. Yeah. No, it's whenever cattle drives are in town. <laughs> All right. So what type of season? Uh, he's a farmer ranch. Yeah, ranch season. Okay, good. All right. Establishing that. Establishing the setting. Ranch. Now we know. <laughs> However, when... Law Manning wasn't in season. Erp had to get his financials another way. Right. Brothel. Oh. Here's the trick, though. He was the corporate overseer. Because he got spanked so hard for overseeing brothels, he was just like, no, I'm going to hire the overseers. Oh, Oh, so he set up multiple brothels, and there was all money going to him. And he's paying his guys, and if they get caught, they're paying pay his ladies. Out. Oh, he's paying out the ladies. He, he has, well, no, the overseer. Oh, his, so he has, he has, he has his, madams. He has yes, madams. he has madams. Oh, yeah. Namely, well, let's see if I have this silly names Nellie Bessie Catchem. Gotta catch them all. And his wife, Sally Earp, at Wait, the time. Nellie was a man? 
Nope, Nellie was his brother's wife. So Nellie, oh, Bessie, Ketchum. I misheard you there. Yeah. How about you, Nellie had huge tits. Maybe extra nipples. Um, possibly. And you know they were wearing those, like, what is it, a bodice? The mm-hmm. fucking corsets? The corsets. Oh, so it's yeah. fucking out to... Right, yeah, they're flying. Like, you know, she'd turn around and knock you out. Well, I, well, I might not be able to breathe too hard at the moment, but I sure do have these titties. I'm hey. aerodynamic as fuck. Hey, yeah. Bessie, I'll buy you a drink. Oh! <laughs> uh, just turn around too quick, lady. Just yeah. turn around. However... Herb's career as a Wichita lawnman, lawnman, lawman, comes to a very abrupt end as he gets into a public good old fist fight with the former marshal of the town. Well, fisty guffies. Fuck yeah. The former marshal said something nasty, something unkindly about Herb and his brothers. And by the way, Herb has just brothers for miles. Seemingly infinite. (laughs) Protestant? Other Herbs. I don't know if they're Protestant or anything like that, but it's just like... And I just kept doing research, and new Erps just casually just kept being named. And I'm like, oh, who the fuck is this Erp? Just be mindful, Erp has just a nearly endless supply of brothers. At least a seemingly endless supply of brothers. I'm surprised it never became an insult. Erpy, Erpy. Erp does not take kindly when you insult his brothers. Oh. This, is kind of, this is kind of like Marty McFly's, like, nobody calls me chicken. Oh. <laughs> so this is what, you know, makes a police officer, a deputy, a lawman, beat a former lawman mercilessly in public. You just gotta take a shot at his brothers. Well, I'm gonna call you a waxy-looking tall grass of Sally Boy, it, aren't you? It, it was actually a nepotism thing. One of the Earp brothers was, like, a deputy sheriff and hired the other Earp brothers. Oh. So the oh, former God. guy was just like, you guys couldn't get hired if your brother wasn't the employer. He may have had a point. Yeah, well. He may have had a point, and I think he did, which is why Earp went ballistic and beat the ever-loving shit out of him in public. I have two Earps in the afternoon, and now I have two Earps. When you're in law enforcement, Travis, and you beat somebody up in public, you commit a felony in broad daylight in front of witnesses. What happens to you? <sighs> Nothing. You get fired to jail. Literally. Really? You get fired, and fired. then you go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jail. I, I feel like it. if you're the law, then... You know, I don't know. I feel like recently, no, that your you law, get, your like law. Recently, yes. This and is, but also, in, back in the, the past, who the fuck would judge you? People that don't like you. It's like yeah. the Pinkertons. Yeah, now if you no, beat someone up and you're a law officer, they just put you in administration for a while. Yeah. <laughs> he's fired, fined, and confined. And as he's getting out, he hears wind that one of his brothers, James Earp, has started a brothel in Dodge City. And Wyatt's like, that sounds great. Dude, <laughs> I could use a couple old facts. He likes he loves, he loves he his loves, toots. Yeah. He loves his toots, he, Travis. He loves being a a fucking pimp. I'm going to I'm going to talk you I'm going to let's talk about the one prostitute he didn't like. Yeah, I want to know. It's probably Missy. That's why I'm guessing her name is Missy. Frankie. 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 Close. Close. <laughs> close. She had a hot bod but a bit of stubble. Yeah. <laughs> 1878 Dodge City. Local burly whore Frankie Bell verbally abuses Wyatt Earp in public. Wyatt Earp responds by bitch slapping her in public. Very ahead of his time. (laughs) I'm ahead of my time. It's a whole scene. There's a public spectacle. Multiple witnesses. Some of them in law enforcement. By the way, like every fourth person is in law enforcement because you can just deputize whoever the fuck you want. I'm going to deputize you. I'm going to deputize you. And you are not going to get deputized. You're working in my brothel. <laughs> Let's play the game we've been playing so far. 
What's the penalty for slapping a prostitute in public back in the old days? Oh, I like this. All right. Um, Anyone? Uh, you, you're put in jail. Yeah, a night, a night in jail. With Tom says a night in jail. Travis says... Oh, we said the same thing. Both yeah, of you are in, in Just night one in night in jail. I'm, I'm, one night in jail. Yeah. Wyatt Earp got a $1 fine. A hundred whole fucking cents <laughs> for slapping a prostitute Oh my in god, Cat uh, Williams would love this place. Wow, that's pretty fucked. Frankie, the bulky prostitute, was fined $20 and locked up for the night. How? Whoa. Excellent, excellent 1800s justice right there. The woman who got slapped across the face got a fine 20 oh. times the amount Wyatt did and had to spend the night in jail. That is why they had giant mechanical spiders back then. Because nothing made sense. <laughs> nothing made sense. I saw the documentary. No, I, feel, I feel bad for Frankie. What, what doc? No, that wasn't a, docu was a documentary, dude. They had giant mechanical spiders. Because nothing made sense, and everything's ass backwards, and why that hoe had to go to the fucking jail. Wild, wild west. Uh, yeah. Uh, Frankie got fucked over there. Frankie got fingered. <laughs> Frankie got fisted. Nope. Open fisted? Open. I'm trying yeah, to say slapped. Yeah, yeah. She got, uh, she got jimmied up. Little Frankie Jimmy. Jimmy yeah. Dean. Jimmy <laughs> Dean, used, how you doing? That's what, they, that's what Jimmy Dean comes from. I love... <laughs> Little Jimmy Dean I slap. love in both of the resources I used, it noted that Frankie was very muscular. Frankie was a dude. Nope. With mm. tits. Frankie was a lady that was very... <sighs> Here's the thing. If you're running whorehouses in the Wild West, some of your employees are going to have shtick. Yeah. And, yeah. and that shtick is going like, to get into their name. She does push-ups. Something, maybe. Like, she's the bulky one. I'm just picturing She's the muscular girl. I'm just, Amazon, yes. yeah. I'm just, so yeah. rare and wild. This that's one. That, that that's a category on Pornhub. I, I'm just. Probably. I'm not. I'm not going to say her name, but I'm just picturing our old gym teacher who was an American oh. gladiator. Yeah, in high school. Yeah. What was her name? <laughs> I don't want to say her name. Just say her name. What gives a Mr. shit? Mr. Moore. Yeah, there you go. With fucking neck muscles. At the fucking. She was shredded. She was shredded. She I'm was. imagining Frankie was a little taller than her. Yeah, probably. She was a nice woman. She was a nice lady. Yeah. It was a great time. Shredded. Well, well Frankie was a prostitute. And can yeah, make that's money why I didn't want to compare things. Well, no, I'm saying Frankie that's might fine. be better I looking just... than Mr. Moore. Prostitutes are supposed to be better looking than gym teachers. Okay? That's very true. That's very true. They just need to be wet. <laughs> Let's talk about the cowboy, the lawless cowboy, George Hoyt. 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 It might be George Hoy. Hoy or Hoyt. They couldn't get Spanish? the naming right. It'd be Jorge Hoyt, maybe. Jorge Hoyt. A cowboy by the name of George Hoyt and his drunken posse shot up the comique theater, causing the performing comedian to hit the deck. Nobody was hurt, but it's just like, why, of all places, do you shoot a comedy club up when know. you're drunk? Imagine sitting in the audience. <laughs> What's the deal with all these bullets? <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. Erp and policeman Bat Masterson. Oh. That's Bat, a sick name. Bat Masterson. Bat Masterson. Yep. <laughs> Erp and policeman Bat Masterson opened fire and gave chase to the fleeing George Hoyt and company. Oh, yeah. On horse. On horse, yes. So, like, they come in, they shoot up, they go into establishments, harass people, destroy, vandalize, yada, yada, yada. And as they're fleeing, the, you know, the policeman and Erp, I don't, I'm unsure if Erp is on the side of the law. Right now, we don't not. really know. He yeah. makes himself because in. he can easily like to be on the side of the law. All you have to do is go to the sheriff and be like, "Am I in?" 
And the sheriff would be like, you deputized. What was his, yeah. uh, what was his name? Bat Masterson? Bat Masterson was the police officer. I don't know if Earp was on the side of the right. law, okay. deputized or not. Right. But like, it's kind of a like do the right thing in the Wild West. Like Open well, fire on the fuckers opening fire. Well, I mean, on I mean back in the day, back in the West, you used to wrangle up a posse. Mm-hmm. And like like a group of friends posse, not like a group of of, of uh, federalized yeah yeah yeah, yeah. ICP fast federalized. and loose, fast and loose all the way down. So urban policeman bat open fire on the fleeing George Hoyton posse, and they you know chase them off into the sunset. And a few days later, Erp showed back up into town, returned triumphantly reported that he had shot and killed Hoyt through his gun sights against the morning horizon. And that Hoyt outright dropped dead on the spot after the fatal shot was fired. So shot him in the head. Yep. Nope. <laughs> no. no <laughs> However, Hoyt turned up seven uh, days. No. Hoyt turned up nearly a month later dead from gangrene. Liar, liar, pants on dingus. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Or the more comical thing is to believe Wyatt Earp shot somebody on the horizon <laughs> that was not George Hoyt. <laughs> Because everything on the fucking horizon is just a shadow. Yeah, that's very true. So he got back to town, and he's like, oh, cool. Wyatt got him. <laughs> and then the person Wyatt was supposed to got limps back into town gangrenous and dies. So everyone's like, Wyatt, who did you kill out in the middle of nowhere? And well, he's just like, well, I got something. <laughs> so so uh, he shows up. He's gangrenous. He dies. Wyatt Earp just goes, told you. <laughs> yeah, I, how do you say that? Wyatt's claim was I killed him outright, but he's out walking around literally a month later and finally just dies of gangrene. Maybe the gangrene from the bullet? That's probably what happened, but um, also keep in mind, back then people were really bad at telling when people were dead. And yeah. no internet. Very true. Yeah. And also you get gangrene from anything. Like Hang you nails. eat like bad roast beef and it's like, you got gangrene. You're dead now. Have a, a pleasant <laughs> evening. Yeah, so your boy Wyatt's like bragging like it was just a shadow on the horizon and I shot and killed it. And everyone's just like, it wasn't the guy you were trying to kill. You can't stop bragging, Wyatt. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I shot him, all right. You might have killed him good. You might have killed like a, a prospector. <laughs> Or three coyotes on each other's shoulders in a trench coat. I like that idea. Yeah. That's a great you idea. You shot the president. So, is this where Bob Marley got his song from? No. I don't... What are you talking about? Because I shot the sheriff, but I no. did not kill no deputy. I that doesn't know. make any sense. Yeah, dude, he shot a fucking shadow, dog. No, into con- with in context, context what... He could have shot a Cody, sheriff. No, what Cody just told us, that has no context. I cannot believe that I have to tell you this. It has context, because he was talking about I had coyotes in a stack of coyotes. No. And I shot a sheriff. That's a good song. All right. Yeah, we'll see. Shut, 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 yeah, shut, shut the context, fuck up. Bro. Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> what? Which town is Wyatt Earp most of, uh, infamously associated Dodge with? Dodge City. No. Peoria. You no. just said it before. No. Uh, Piano uh, where's, where's the Where's the shootout? Where's the shootout take the place? OK Corral. It, yes, but what state? Is that in the OK State Tombstone? <laughs> Tombstone, Tombstone, that's state. Arizona. That's a pizza and a movie with Martin Short and, and Steve Martin. Yeah, and he's else. in Tombstone, Arizona. Congratulations! There he works as a barkeep, and when business would slow, he would work for Wells Fargo. Dun dun dun! What do you think he did for Wells Fargo? Uh, riding the Pony Express. He was riding, riding the I dick. Still, it, it was delivering muns, delivering muns. But specifically, what's the cool ass? Name. I kind of gave it away with stagecoach. Like, uh, stagecoach. 
but he's riding shotgun. shotgun. Yeah, I was talking. Yeah. That's a cool spot. Yeah. Riding the bronies. That's what yeah. that's from. If you ever call shotgun, oh yeah, lay it out. Lay it yeah, out. if you ever call shotgun, that that comes from in stagecoaches. You would have a driver up front and someone sitting shotgun, which is literally the placement we think of it today. But it's because you had a shotgun in hand. Yeah, and you were waiting for people to come highway man. You stuffed. That's pretty. And you were gonna take sexual. care of it with your shotgun. Official mm. job title is called Shotgun Messenger, even though you did not deliver shotguns. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Kind of just walked in. Yeah. Actually, they didn't They didn't deliver anything. The- Money. Well, I mean, but them themselves, you know, they, oh, were, yeah, they, they were auxiliary. Their job know? was just to, like, but be a spotter. When they walked yeah. into a bank, they were just like, well, I guess they made it. Well, it's, this is premium rush. Got, yeah. Well, they were also, they were also. Oh, oh, you, oh, <laughs> oh, oh you just took oh, your line, oh, you oh, dumb. Oh, 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 I, oh, Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> oh! Do we need to take a break right now? What's going on? I'm just saying, uh, can they, they probably could also legally do shotgun weddings with their shotgun. That Maybe. That's context, right? Sure. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. And on top of working as a shotgun messenger, Wyatt Earp somehow became back on the side of law enforcement. Oh, oh after, shit. After beating a competitor up in broad daylight... As a law enforcement agent, no background checks were done in Tucson, or excuse me, Tombstone. So he just runt away with it. And he's, mm. whoa, I, I'm, I'm deputy sheriff again. Hi, hello. Nice to meet you. I am a deputy. All right, get this. 1880, town marshal Fred White was trying to break up some drunken cowboys in the middle of the night. Fucking Fred. About five. No, stop he, it. He's doing stop. the right. Everyone stop. <laughs> Everyone stop. Everyone stop it. Everyone stop. Knock it yeah. off, guys. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Come yeah. on. Uh, Fred Keep White played down. by Ray Romano. Keep it <laughs> this, in this infamous nothing scene. Stop Damn. it. Knock it off, guys. Quit fighting. Wow, you're tall. My brother's tall. Deborah. Fred White trying to break up a bunch of drunken cowboys. One of them was named Curly Brocious. Can that be my new nickname, please? Curly, curly Brocious? Curly you could Brocious. Be curly Luscious. <laughs> curly Luscious. Curly Precious. So, Fred White, the town marshal, was trying to break up these rowdy cowboys. Wyatt, meanwhile, was a block away in a saloon, unarmed. Mm. As a lawman should be. Yeah. So, while drinking. While drinking. Wyatt showed up late to the feud as he needed to find somebody to loan him a gun. <laughs> He's a police officer trying to borrow a gun to respond to an emergency. You using this? You using this? Barkeep, I need a weapon. I ain't a gin. This one's mine. This one's mine. No, it's not. What do you do? It. You're the worst police officer ever if you are running around soliciting for a revolver to respond to a call. Does anyone have a badge, perhaps, as well? Does anyone have a badge that said wide on it? I need, really need to borrow a hand. Just saying, he should have had superpowers. Because then he wouldn't need a weapons. Well, that's true, but we learned that from Spider-Man, but that's different. Yeah, well, I have the VHS. Good stuff. After scrambling to find a gun, it's not easy. As, e- as you do. It's yeah. not easy to get loaned a deadly weapon, mm-hmm. but he gets it. Somebody loans him a gun. I think it was the barkeep himself, actually. He was a different Fred, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm Fred, too. I'm Fred's cousin. We're all named Fred. Wyatt, because he needed to find a gun, Wyatt showed up late, but just in time to see his partner Fred White take a gunshot to the balls. Oh! Ow! God damn it! (laughs) After Fred White took one to the junk, Earp showed up and pistol-whipped Curly Brocious, the drunken cowboy. Ah, pistol-whipping. 
to What is this guy fighting about? Because one of them just got shot in the nuts. No, but what? Alright, never mind. Oh, before that? Before then. It was just because they were too loud and discharging. They were firing at the moon. I f- I f- oh. and, and Fred White was trying to break it up. Wyatt was supposed to be his backup, but Fred took one to the nuts while Wyatt was looking for a gun right. tomorrow. <laughs> right. gotcha. So this whole situation just reminds me of a Three Stooges skit. skit because of Curly's involved. Well, you got Curly, someone got shot in the nuts. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah, and fucking yeah. Mo shows up, a.k.a. Wyatt Earp, and he's like, Hey, what a victim of circumstance. So Earp shows up, sees his partner get shot in the nuts, and then pistol whips Curly. <laughs> knocks him on the floor. And Curly's like, what'd you do that for? It's like, Curly, you shot an officer in the nuts. That's why you're being pistol whipped. I, like, <laughs> I, it just, what, I, so Curly doesn't seem bright, wondering why he's getting pistol whipped. Why do you do that? <laughs> so all this smells like Earp just showed up way too late. Victim if, of if, if 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 the entire situation could have been solved with a pistol whipping, mm-hmm. that means you showed up late. Also, Fred uh, isn't very good at dodging bullets. Not not good with the <laughs> juke and the junk. Yeah, juke and the junk. Woo! Oh, Debra's not gonna like this. <laughs> so he could have saved his partner's nuts if he didn't have to go out looking for a pistol to borrow from random people. Yeah, trying to pistol whip. I feel like you got enough pistol whipping. I mean, he's he's working brothels and shit. Yeah, he's whipping his pistol all over the place. Whipping Kyle. <laughs> Let's talk about the famed OK Corral shootout. Oh shit! So you have two teams on the shootout. You have Erp and his boys. Posse. Yep, Erp and his boy. Erp and his brothers. Let's say that. Uh, These are Earp. his boys. It's Erp and his two brothers. When I when I say Erp, I mean Virgil Erp. Virgil. <laughs> Virgil Erp. <laughs> He's so, actually the good Earp. He's the Earp that knows what he's doing, and he's a good lawman. Okay. He saw time in the Civil War. He knows what you know human body's capable of. He knows the horrors of war. So, and he's also a decent gunfighter. Right. So, hey, Virgil Earp is the good Earp. In the right corner, we have a bunch of Earps. In Earp? the left corner, Wait, we have on. what's the other Earp? Uh, you got you got Virgil Earp, you got Morgan Earp, and you got a non-Earp in the mix too. Well, you, you, of course, you got non, Wyatt. Non-Erp, he was yeah, Indian. Yeah, Wyatt, you got Wyatt, Virgil, and Morgan. All three of them are Erps, and there's one non-Erp in the mix. But his first name was Erp. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, know, you, you probably could... Erpley Stevenson. <laughs> Erple. Erple. Erple from Family Did Matters. Did I do that? <laughs> Oops. Oops. So who, who's, the, who's the non-Erp in the mix? You Very famous character. Buffalo Bill. No. Uh, Billy the Kid. No. Billy the Steven. No Billy's. Billy uh, Joel. Yeah. Damn it. Billy uh, Corgan. He was a doctor of holidays. Uh, Doc, Doc Holiday. Wow. Billy Holiday. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because I need that. At I, this point. In drinking. my mind, I tried to sub holiday for vacation, and I thought vacation wasn't good, so I subbed vacation for holiday, which was actually the original term, which right. didn't make it a clue. It made it more of the answer. Well, that's what I need when I'm drinking. Usually you have like a deductive style of figuring things out where it's a, a deductive method, if you will. Yeah. Apart, but yes. I just need. You a, just know. No, no, no. I just need deductive language. All right. So so you say Dr. Holiday. Doc Holiday. And right. Doc Holiday is the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. So was it Doc Brown? Doc Holiday. Was it Billy the Kid? No. Oh, it was Three Herbs and Doc Holiday versus a bunch of cowboys headed up by the Clanton brothers, a feuding family of the Herbs, if you will. Ah, the, okay. The, wait, the Clampets? Like, Clantons. Okay. Clanton. I thought said the Clampets, like fucking the, the fucking Beverly Hillbillies. 
Jed oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting. No. Clanton. Okay, Clanton. Uh, I think Ike Clanton was the big brother head macho in charge. Fucking Ike. Ike. <laughs> Size 46 shoe. Look at that. <laughs> Breakdown of the fight of the shootout, if you will. Transpired on October 26, 1881. <sighs> Lasted for an entire 30 seconds. Well, I mean, a gunfight's usually pretty quick. Quicker Spang than most bang. people imagine. Like, Yeah, I mean, you see all those like big drawn out fucking movie things with like, and like one guy, yeah, one guy's fucking gun jams. Oh yeah. Well, no. Maybe usually, you shoot. Yeah, most weapons didn't have more than six. Yeah. <laughs> like so, like you know, by nature, like gunfights back in the day couldn't last more than half a minute. Yeah. Fair enough. Lasted thirty seconds. Two of the cowboys, you know, bad guy team, fled, and the other three of the cowboys who stood their ground were all killed. Mm. Shot but, through the dick. I don't know For about that. The two, the two that, that fled was uh, Shaggy and Scooby. Uh, one of them was Ike Clanton. <laughs> the other three got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, there's two Clantons. Ike Clanton and his brother. Ike fled and his brother stayed and perished. Yeah. Do, do you think that, you know, after his experience of his, his partner getting shot in the balls, do you think he gave a very her- heroic speech? We're not going to fire until we see the hairs on their balls. Oh, God. <laughs> why Why do you have naked enemies charging you? Is my next... What did you do to Intimidation earn... Intimidation factors. Yeah, Intimidation exactly. factors. My next question is, what did right. you do to earn the, the spite of, Whoa, of exposed scrotes? Cody, if I just came running... If I came charging at you full, fully clothed, you'd be like, wow, that's scary. I'd be like, but, wow, it's Monday again? Yeah, but... <laughs> but what if I came charging at you with just a t-shirt and no pants? You would be horrified. Yeah. You'd run away, dude. Yeah. I'd be You'd like, run oh. Away. <laughs> I don't want to get raped. <laughs> well, he doesn't know what I'm going to do. He doesn't know what I'm going to do. If he I, has an idea. Well, I might rape him. I might just fucking, like, uh, just fucking dance and, like, wave my balls in front of his face. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. a thing. Yeah. Who knows? All right, intimidation. Anyway, okay. back to the actual story. Okay. Okay. Painting the picture, so, Tom. No, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Bring it back. Three, three of the cowboys were killed, two of them ran away. Let's go through the casualties of the Earps and Holiday. Holiday survived, grazed, and got to live another day, and got to go home to see his wife, whose name was Big Nose Kate. Big, big Nose? <laughs> big Nose Kate. That wasn't her Christian name, I right? don't. I just wanted to say Big Nose Kate, <laughs> because if you got a wife who's called Big Nose Kate, I'm going to call her out. She was Jewish. I don't care if you're Doc Holiday. Virgil Earp was shot through and through in his calf, Ooh, so not horrible. Not bad. You can walk. You can walk that off, even though you got shot in the leg. Yeah, you got mm. no medicine, so that's fine. <laughs> Morgan Earp <laughs> survived a very, very peculiar injury. He got shot in his shoulder blade that then ricocheted into his spine. Oh, chipped a vertebra and glanced his other shoulder blade as it exited. Wow, like a hook shot? that's the weirdest it shot. It was either a hook shot or something that went straight across his back as he was like hunched over. Mm. You know what I mean? That hit the three bones in a back like that's that. That's weird. That that's gotta weird. feel horrible. Yeah. yeah. Getting ow, hit ow, ow. in both of your shoulder blades and a vertebra. Even if the vertebra is just like a dink. Yeah. Like that's yeah. you need that. Ooh, that feels bad all over to me. Those little tiny fucking uh Snow cones, the little tiny. Oh, I can't even think of the words right now. What are you talking? Flying about? saucers that are in your back. Okay. You want to keep all that that ice cream on the inside. I'm talking because you were saying before, there's no doctors on this on this podcast. I'm gonna try to fill that role. So if you imagine your back as a bunch of flying saucers stacked on top of each other. Those are vertebra. No, those are flying saucers. Okay. And if you imagine some of that ice cream melting, 
you're not going to have a fun time. Not good. And if someone, like, say, throws, like, takes a boomerang and fucking boomerangs it through one of those flying Sorry. saucers, back's like, yeah, fuck, dude. He, did he walk again? Did he walk with flying saucers again? I'm just saying. Did he do that? Could he walk again? I don't All know. All right, now dude. we're back to reality. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm just saying. Did he walk? Doc Holliday got survived. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday was grazed. Virgil Earp got shot through his foot or his leg. Morgan Earp survived a shot to the back. What do you think Wyatt walked away with? Um, um nothing. He was clean. Nothing. Three ladies. He was hard. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt Earp walked away from the OK Corral unscathed. Now, he was okay. He was. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. Dude. By, by the way, the only reason they were there is because the excellent and the good corrals <laughs> were all closed up. Yeah. Oh, that's like, uh, oh, I was going to go for the best Western. Now we're just at the uh, Motel 8. Yeah. <laughs> Super that, 8. Yes. Super 8. That's yeah. his biggest claim to fame. Nothing happened to him at the OK Corral shootout. That's not even fair because. Nothing happens to me all the time, yeah. and no one. Nothing knows happened who I am. to you at the yeah. OK Corral shootout either. Yeah, yeah. Did he get a confirmed kill though? Like, was it him? Not that at, shot not him? at the corral. Okay. Not at the corral. So, like, his brother shot people. The other Erpies and, and, and fucking Doc. Wyatt would just stand there, like shooting his gun straight up in the air. Yeah, hoo hoo! We're having a shootout. I remember to bring mine this time. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel a little fishy. Because I know a gunfight is fucking, you know, shit on Earth for like 30 seconds. Yeah. But that's very uneven. Everyone that didn't flee got hit. Yeah. Except for Wyatt. Wyatt got the injury, the same injuries that the people who ran away got. Mm hmm. So just think about that. Like, how active was Wyatt Earp during the shootout? Well, he was somewhat of a coward. He probably hid behind some kind of sandy cactus. Uh, we like to call them the prickly ninnies. Uh, yeah. yeah. Three fatalities, four injuries, and 30 seconds, and you walk away with nothing? Yeah. Just like, Total fish. Yeah. And Virgil the was the sheriff that deputized Wyatt. Wyatt wasn't the ringleader. Yeah, why was a little bitch? Wyatt, just yeah, hiding. he was a deputized, very loosely deputized, from a blood relative. Yeah. So it's just like it's a little nepotism. I'm people. on the side of the law now because my brother gave me a pass. But he's remembered for the OK Corral a lot, though, because he didn't take one. That, like, that's his appeal. Yeah. He emerged unscathed from the OK Corral. So did you? I <laughs> did not get hit during the. I bet okay Frankie corral. also. Frankie, Frankie did not get shot during the yeah, OK Corral shootout. Yeah, Frankie the muscular prostitute. She was the real hero of the OK Corral. Yep. Well, I was gonna make a joke, but it's totally tasteless. So let's just move on. Okay. Were you talking to talk about like your clip being really long? No, no. I was gonna make a joke about <laughs> being at Waffle House and something oh, bad happening. Right. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the okay. two clout. So the two cowboys that you know chickened out and fled. Returned to sue the Earps and Doc Holiday. Yeah, sue them, eh? Yeah. Mm. You know, a little bit of law in the lawless or, west. Or as I like to call Susan them. A lot of the town witnesses say the cowboys, aka the Clanton and Posses, held up their hands and turned out their coats when approached by the Earps and Holiday. So mm. a lot of townsfolk were saying, like, the Earps uh, were the aggressors, the Clanton Posse was just doing their business and, you know, turned out their coats in good faith, showing the lawmen they were unarmed. Mm. I'm going to say probably not. Just saying. Well, it, it, it kind of lines up on the unevenness of the casualties of the shootout. Mm, like, that's true. 
all of the deaths were on the Clanton side, and the Earps and Holiday just took grazes. Yeah, but how how could they turn their pockets up and be like, we're unarmed, and then the the Earps get gunshots? It's it's a feud. You can't be like, hey, I'm unarmed, yeah, and then got, the other side... Grazed, yeah. All you need is a graze yeah. for it to be evidence that everyone yeah. was shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was definitely all shooting, so like maybe like they were like, oh... It was I in, mean, like, even if they showed up and they were like, hey, guess what, we're all unarmed, and then they start shooting, and like they pull out guns, like, well, you weren't unarmed. It's super fishy. <laughs> yeah. It's super fishy Fish. on both sides. It's is all bait stuff. Total bait. Yeah. Because it was so fishy, uh, the Earps and Doc Holliday avoid indictment on the lack of evidence. Okay. It was all he say, she say, yada, yada, yada. But however, this tarnishes their good name. Sometimes a lawsuit will do that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It kind of sure. got out that they might have opened up on people that didn't have weapons unfairly hmm. on, you know, with like false deputization or erroneous deputization. So it's like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they lost their clout with the public eye. So it's like, oh, the Earps aren't good folk no more. Now they're meanies. And, you know, when they lost, you know, the the backing of the public, I guess you would say, um, the Clanton, the surviving Clanton Ike came back with a vengeance. Um, Virgil Earp was later ambushed and maimed by a pair of shotgun blasts that happened across the street. Yeah. So the shotgun blast just happened across the street. They were going, the shotgun blast was going down the street, then decided to just change direction and go. <laughs> no. Go right into Here's fucking the interesting thing. No bullet bill shit. Man. <laughs> yeah, bullet bullshit. Here's the interesting thing. It happened from across the street in an establishment, and after the two shotgun blasts rang out, the establishment instantaneously emptied. The one thing that was left was a hat on the coat rack, which clearly belonged to Ike Clanton. Mm-mm. So it goes bang, bang, everyone grabs their stuff and leaves. The only thing that wasn't grabbed as everyone's fling is a hat that belongs to, you know, the head of the feud and family. Ah. So, ooh, All right. interesting. Guilty boys. And Morgan Earp was assassinated, shot in his ribcage while he played billiards. Well, definitely didn't win that game. Nope. No, he didn't. Ah. No. Wyatt did survive this uh, billiard assassination attempt. So the assassin showed up trying to kill Morgan and Wyatt, but only got Morgan. Well, Wyatt was playing some banjo in the corner. Eight in the corner pocket. Ow. Yeah, squall. Ow. So Wyatt, womp womp, has a slain brother, and the feudin' family is responsible for that. So Wyatt does the old Westy thing and rounds a posse of people with hilarious fucking names. Oh, fuck yeah. I love it. We got Jack the Turkey Creek Johnson. <laughs> Isn't we got that... Hair Lip Charlie Smith, Daniel the Tip Tipton, <laughs> and Texas Jack Vermillion. Oh, oh, I mean Travis the Tip Tippy Tim Tim Tim. So you got a guy who's a hundred percent tip. He's got no <laughs> yep. penis, just yep. the tip. Daniel Tip and, Tipton, and, and a guy who's uh, made out of a turkey, some kind of turkey it's river. Turkey Jack Turkey Creek Johnson. Yep. He's just, and then, uh, and then, what was the other one? Hair Lip Charlie Smith. Good old Hair Lip Charlie Smith. It's called All the right. mustache. So, uh, an unfortunate genetic defect of a gentleman. <laughs> oh, and the last one was Texas Jack Vermilion, and he made some gnarly French toast. I, I <laughs> it sounds like they're all porn names, to be honest. Right? Yeah. yeah. Especially the we tippy, don't tip, know tip, they're tip, not tip, the tip, tip guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daniel Tip Tipton. Uh, Danny Danny uh, seven inches tip. Just the tip is seven inches. <laughs> Major chode. Seven inches of pink. <laughs> <laughs> they do their whole vigilante thing, all silly named and shit. They hunt down the cowboys they feuded with and kill them. 
And this is Wyatt's first murder charge, his first unjustified kill, according to the law. He has his first wanted poster printed. For for murder, murder, he did other shit earlier, like stealing from school children (laughs) and all that. Yeah, uh, Yeah. acceptable stuff. Yeah, porn. So this fucks his reputation until death. Like he's out. He's not a lawman if he's out killing, you know, people that can defend themselves in court. Right. So mm-hmm. we've hit the zenith of his goodestness. Oh, well, so yeah. Far right now. It's all downhill from here. And you like that word, goodestness. Goodestness. Yeah. And so this disgraces him pretty much out of law keeping for good. All right, but hold on. I got a question. I know we're talking. I know we're we're, we're getting to the the end of the OK Corral. Mm-hmm. But one thing I feel like I have heard about Wyatt Earp yeah. is that he was like the best shot in the West. No, no. Thank you for bringing that up. But no, and he was not. I feel like not. that came from the OK Corral. It did. His remarkable feat at the OK Corral was not being wounded. He was the only combatant that didn't flee and didn't take lead. So up until this point, and 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 if if we go further, maybe I'll be disproven. But. There's never been like an account where he's like, I shot seven watermelons from a billion yards away with my oh, two he, inch. He pistol. did say he killed George Hoyt on the horizon with well, a crack yeah, shot. Oh uh, yeah, that. But it, yeah, that wasn't that's George Hoyt. But like, he's never had like a gun because they used to have like gun competition. No, and shit. no, no, no. This was like his um, only. This was cl- like, all right. Spoilers. I'll say it. Spoilers. He was never shot. Oh, like he was for everything he did, lawlessness included. He never took one. All That's right, why bitch. he's remembered. What? Hey. But it's just like, hey, I never got shot in the Wild West either. Tom, have you? No. Yeah, hey! <laughs> Look at this. Like, that's, I, I feel like that's not a great achievement. You not didn't taking. Ask me. Yeah, you didn't Travis, ask me. Did, you take, did you take some lead balls in the Wild West? I've taken many balls in the Wild West. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but he's taking him with Frankie, the the masculine. Too. <laughs> no, no, he was just slapping Frankie, the 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 bulgy prostitute. Well, they weren't lead. Those balls were not lead. Those balls were made of pink, soft carbon. Thank you. These balls made for slapping. All right, <laughs> he's permanently disgraced from ever doing any lawman stuff ever again. Mm-hmm. So from the OK Corral fallout, he's a disgraced lawman and can no longer pick up a job. Fuck you. Yeah, enforcing man. law anywhere, but he has one final colossal dirtbaggery that everyone knew him for at the time, but I feel because it's unrelated to lawmaking, none of us current day know what this piece de resistance of dirtbaggery was of Wyatt Earp's life. Okay, Ooh. so, so he, little, he kind of, everyone remembers him for the good. And, the and, good and bad of lawmaking. Well, this, right. this final one has nothing to do with lawmaking. Right, so everyone just kind of was like, oh, he's a legend. Because I feel like Wyatt Earp He's like absolute legend, man. Legend, absolute legend. In it, in it, in it. For not good reasons. Yeah, he's no. a legend for not good reasons. No, but I feel like he's like up there with like. I know he's not like a. He's not like an American myth, like Paul Bunyan, but he's kind of like that. He wanted, you know, to be remembered like. But so. he kind of was though. Uh yeah, if you look past the bitch slapping in public. But and I want to know. Yeah, we've we've learned about all his dirty shit. And I want to hear his premium dirt. There's no premium dirt. Well, his oh. his his premium dirt they went out on. Okay, okay. Just to let you know, his premium dirt had nothing to do with enforcing law. If you can remind, if you can remember, one of his old hats, one of his shticks he had, was boxing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that he learned on the railroad working for the Union Pacific Rail. All right. He wasn't boxing. He wasn't betting on boxing, but he was officiating a boxing match 
that got him his final dirtbag badge. Nice. Fuck he was yes. reffing. Dirty He's ref. reffing. Reffy, Reffy, Dirty Reffy. West. The Reffy. match was billed as the World Heavyweight Championship. Erp, due to unforeseen circumstances, became the last-minute pick to officiate the bout, if you will. Right. And this bout was between Bob Fitzsimmons and Thomas Sharkey. <laughs> Fitzsimmons versus Sharkey. I I'm love putting that. my money on Sharkey. Sharkey, dog. I also another thing I want to point out. Back then, they didn't use gloves, which made boxing which was safer. No, way no. safer, way more dangerous. Look wait, into wait, wait, wait. it. No, no, no. No, what are you? What, sorry, we might be miscommunicating. What are you talking about? What's safer? When you do bare knuckle boxing, it is. It's safer. It is safe. Yes. 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 Yeah, but because, also, but be- also, boxing back then too didn't. There's no rules. You could fucking like it's, bite it's, someone's ear off. Yeah, it's up to oh, the official. You mean like you know. like Mike Tyson did in ninety? Well, yeah, fuck, but what was that? Ninety five, ninety six, seven. Yeah, nine. but those pugilists back then like would die in the ring. Yes, like and that was a, a because, usual thing. Because, All right, fine enough. It, it like great point. Uh, bare knuckle boxing was way more safe than than uh, with the glove. Gloves. Because what happens with the glove is that you can okay. take more hits and that. Your, your fists can take more hits. Your fists your can fi- take more hits. Yeah. Which means your enemy or opponent. They're getting hit in the face more. And the, the hit on their face is a little softer and also kind of keeps you in the game longer. But your brain is still getting rattled around a lot. So right. when you're doing bare knuckle, you take a few hits, but it's like you call it when you're done. Right. Yeah. The, all, the, all the gloves do is just make it so you're just mushing you, around your brain a little yeah, bit Yeah, you can push past the limits a, of a human a Muhammad fist. Ali vegetable. Well, right, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like uh, the difference between bare knuckle in that sense and, and the whole glove thing mm-hmm. is that the glove over time will make you a vegetable. The bare knuckle and the it's fact more that dangerous in the moment. Yeah, in the moment, there's more chance. Career, of yes, dying. for a career, it is way yeah. safer to be bare knuckle for the sh- if you long survive. Term. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A short term bout with bare knuckles might right. get really scrappy and dicey yeah. real quick, though. Hmm. World Heavyweight Championship, Sharky versus Fitzsimmons, and we have Wyatt Earp officiating this. It's kind of like a Disney thing. Like, oh, okay, we got Wyatt. It's very celebrity. Yeah. Wow. He okay. was a celebrity at the time? Like, they, people knew of him? It's difficult because, like, he's found a new home. So right. that means he kind of got away from the law. Right. So maybe people didn't know about him. Okay. Perhaps you could be, like, if you were, like, a history buff, you could be, Wyatt, Wyatt Earp? I know the Earp name. The, okay. That was the family that feuded with the clan. Maybe. But he didn't have this, like, fastest gun in the West thing yet. <sighs> at the time. In the moment. You don't think. No, because he didn't get to Hollywood just yet. Okay. All right. Womp spoilers. But right now, he's officiating a world heavyweight championship, and he's made into the eighth round, and he's in, he's officiating this match between Sharky and Fitzsimmons. Fucking yeah. love it. And in the eighth round, Fitzsimmons caught Charlie with something he likes to call the solar plexus punch. And essentially, it's just a swift uppercut to knock the air out of his opponent. Ah, so mm-hmm. right to the square of the chest, kind of coming down and then coming up. Slightly sexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a toucan. Yeah. And then this winded... This sexual this, one. This fucking winded Sharky. It got nailed with, like, the solar plexus hit, and then the would-be finisher of the round, you know, that Fitzsimmons threw, landed just a little south of the belt line. 
Oh, nuts. Another nut shot. Back in the nuts. Whoa. So Fitzsimmons hits the guy, knows he's going down, but the finisher lands a little bit below the belt. Mm. Mm. And as an official, you're supposed to be like, hey, keep him above the belt. Hey, what's right? up? Though? Like, that's like one of the rule. It's one of the basic rules of yeah. boxing. Keep it above the belt. Don't yeah. punch him in the nut. So Wyatt, instead of offering a warning, straight DQ. Fight over, you can't hit below the belt. Oh. oh. Which is like, what? Can you do that? Like, as an official, you're the Technically, you're yeah. the law. Like of you know before like, you know, a rule book is there. So Wyatt essentially hands the fight to Sharky after Sharky takes one to the nuts. Not it's not what you're supposed to do, technically. You're supposed to offer a warning. Be like, yo, no nuts shots. But Wyatt was just like, you know, over, we're done. Sharky wins because he took one to the nuts. I feel like he was just having oh, some damn. serious PTSD. Just like, oh, oh, my partner got shot in the nuts. Oh, Maybe. Oh, we yeah, don't yeah. know. That's oh. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Also, on a total side note, I think we should do one of those fight night things. Uh, like one of our, um, you know, one of the small fry competitors that we have in the podcasting world, Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah. Like, I th- you know, we could probably outdo his fight. Now. And we don't know anything about fighting, but. You know, yeah, no, we just hang We, we out. could do fighting uh, Drinking. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a good time. <laughs> Fitzsimmons is outright DQ'd, an eruption of boos and hisses and catcalls comes out of the audience. Boo. Wyatt made a bad fucking call. Oh, no. Nah. And this is this is a fight that's big enough to, like, get coast-to-coast coast news. Like, California and New York were like, did you did you guys hear how Wyatt Earp fucked up the championship? Like oh some space God. ghost shit? Like, what? Like some space ghost shit? Not, I don't know, space ghost, but yes, coast to coast, Travis. Thank you. This ain't some Art Bell stuff. Yeah. This ain't some having Moby on a little black screen TV while you hanging out, talking with your Hanna-Barbera publication stuff. This is Wyatt Earp making a shit call. This is Wyatt <laughs> Earp being a dickhead by accident. Yeah. I don't know if it's by accident because a lot of the people were like, what blow south of the belt did Wyatt Earp see? So, like, a lot of the spectators, people there in the blood were just like, what south of the belt blow? And it's really obvious to remember because it was the last blow uh-huh. because the fight was called. And everyone's like, what right. are you talking about, Wyatt? It was turned out Wyatt had put money on the fight that hey! he was officiating. Hey! Oh, how you the fix is in, the fix is real, and Wyatt is one of the people holding the bags. Of course, the commissioner caught flack and everyone above him, but Wyatt was just like... One of his last dirtbaggery things, once he was out of the lawman game, was still <laughs> with the law. It was just officiating a fight. What an erp. What, what an erp. What an erp. What a erp. What an erp. So he's got hate on his name from coast to coast. This sullied his already crusty name. And when you're morally defeated and bankrupt, what do you do? Go to you jail. start another whorehouse. You move to L.A. and try your hand at movies. Oh, yeah. What year was this? Wait, yeah. Wait, 1915. In... That makes a lot of sense. Oh, some silent films. He was a consultant for silent spaghettis. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Which is, uh, that's a great person to have as a consultant. Yeah. Like, this is his best job like, he's ever had, I feel. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. feel like most of the spaghettis I've had have been pretty quiet. See what I've done there. See what I've done. <laughs> Most of mine are pretty loud. Like, or is that the post game that is loud? For it's like my udons. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean, Hollywood was kicking. That was um, Birth of a Nation was 1912. 1912. Yeah. That was like that. during World War One. Yeah. 
1950. Yeah, 1915 yeah, yeah. during World War One. Yeah, so there was money in Hollywood. You know why Hollywood exists where it does? Uh, I've heard it's the weather. No, to escape the patent laws of the East Coast. Sure, mm. I'll buy yeah, that. Yeah, fucking uh, wasn't that to- Tommy Tommy Edison? Owned a lot of those patents because he had the movie studio in Jersey. Yeah, well, they were able to use uh, the patented equipment and also the stories, too. Right. Because they were able to just take a story that was like maybe a book that was... There was really not much happening in the West. Right, That's yeah, why Hollywood for went sure. there. It yeah. was like, let's do it over here. We'll make the money. And no one's going to catch us out here. Yeah. Why the right. fuck not? Yeah. I almost feel like that's kind of uh, feel like the, the cliche thing. Like the sad times of the West. Because like this guy... Much of a fucking shithead that we knew that that now we know he is and was. Mm-hmm. Um, but like now he's making movies. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Back then he used to be a rough and tumble fucking brothel owning, shooting brothel keeper, brothel keeping. Yeah, pimp. And now he's just doing movies. Hey, you know? doing movies. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Moving <laughs> out here doing movies was a good career move for me. Yeah, it was. And if you're doing mo- if you if you can make movies, if you have a hand in making movies, and you're a historical figure, what do you think you're gonna try and do? Make a movie about make you that's that awesome. sets the record straight. Yeah, that's <laughs> like it was an invent. Like I saw that. Like okay, he's in movies now. He's got to try his hand at a biopic, right? Like, and sure mm-hmm. enough, was it uh, pornographic? No. <laughs> Why would you think? That? Why would it I, not be? Yeah, okay, yeah, I would fair. do that. Then Wild West. I mean, look at me. Fair. Look at how much. Never put my dick in my pants. Look how much I uh, went and shot up the bag, guys. He look. tried. Yeah, he tried setting up a biography that painted him in a good light. Yeah, it was it was successful to some degree because most people think he's a good guy. You know now. Yeah, you know, that haven't heard the Roast Mortem podcast episode of him. You enlightened yeah. me. I thought he was in, I thought he was the fastest gun in his dick. No, he just didn't get shot a lot. <laughs> he just stayed out of trouble. He was a regular. He was really good. Joe. He was very, very, very good at uh, not getting shot. I love Bazooka Joe, man. Now, one of the best figures in history. Ask me how he died. Uh, <laughs> some kind of alcoholic uh, Yes! Herb died in L.A. January 13th, 1929, aged 80, to chronic cystitis yes! of the liver. Here's yes! the thing, though. That's my first guess! <laughs> Half credit, he wasn't a drinker. He wasn't oh. a drinker, but he did die of liver disease. I mean, he did drink, but... He wasn't known for being the town. Yes, his, his wife at the time of death was trying to put him over as a teetoler. I don't, do you know what no, that is? No, 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 he wasn't a teetoler. He what was a, not a teetoler. Wait, what's a teetoler? That's someone that doesn't drink. He's teetoler. That's a straight nothing, yeah. straight edge. Oh, straight okay. edge, XXX. We yeah, should start yeah. calling straight edge people teetolers again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His fun. wife tried to put him over, but he is a gambler. Well, he does like prostitutes, <laughs> and he does appreciate the very, very rare scotch. I mean, has anyone, mm. has anyone seen, like, Deadwood or any Western... Here, I'm sure you've seen a uh, yeah, western, a little bit right? of Deadwood. Yeah, seen Deadwood. You've seen the western. I've seen five everyone of those smokes. <laughs> no, well, everyone smokes, but I always love that thing where you walk into a bar and you like throw, you know, whatever it is, just throw some coins on the fucking table, and they hand you like half a bottle of whiskey. Yep, that's yours. Yeah, and that's yours, and you just like chug it straight out. Of, like, I don't mean, they it, give you change on how much you give back to them? Uh, maybe I don't know, but like fucking like, like back then, if a dollar, uh, if a dollar bought a bottle of whiskey. And you drank half a bottle. They give you like 50 cents back. That'd be cool. You keep change. It's Still like you pay animal. for the bottle and then like, because bacteria is a non-existent thing. Yeah. Who gives a shit if your lips were in it and your tongue was in it and your dick was in it. <laughs> they'll give it to someone else. Yeah, they'll give it to Frankie. Wasn't a big drinker, but do you know what Wyatt 
Earp's actual like vice was. Well, you said whores. Yeah. Uh, okay. He confect like food vice I'm gonna... or drink vice, like food and drink vice. Do you know what it was? Food and drink. Oh, I was gonna say opium. It was a food. It was a food. It was a food. Okay. okay. It was like, uh-huh. His vice was not so much drink as it was a food. It's it was, got, a, it's, it was it, a very new food. Corn dogs. Sorry. What? what is it a what meat? Are, it is not a meat. Corn dogs. Not a corn dog. Uh, sushi. Not, uh, vegetable. Not because, sushi. Um, I'm gonna say poke bowls. <laughs> he liked ice cream. He liked <laughs> ice cream more than he liked alcohol. Um, wait. I gotta find my gun. <laughs> I'm just eating the yeah. ice cream. He oh, would. God. He'd get a like part of his like. I'm clocking out for the day routine was getting a scoop at the local jerk shop. Jesus. More Ugh. and he. You know this is way more like daily is way more than he enjoyed like his alcohol. So it's historians argue his vice was more ice cream than alcohol. Yeah, I'm gonna say what? this is this very, is the very, softest guy. Yeah. We thought he had fast guns. Nope. Yeah. We thought he took a bullet. Nope. No. We no thought bullets. he drank and was roughing and tuffling. No. He ate ice cream and petted women. Yeah, and he, I'm gonna and say. Got, I'm just gonna say. And then a lot of people suffer scrotal damage around him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say, what a bitch. <laughs> With a capital, what a bitch. Died age Ooh. 80 of a fucked up liver. 80 right. back then. No, not bad. No, that's great. His last words are. Can so, I guess? No. Yeah. Sure. I'm hard as shit. Ice cream, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> What, I'm not what, gonna guess. You guys. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Okay. I'm just gonna match. I'm gonna say whatever he said. His final words were, "Suppose, suppose," and then he died. So he got halfway through his death thought before. What a philosophical piece of bullshit! All right, here I'm getting deep and I'm getting soft and hard at the same time. All now right. this is what happened. Suppose, 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 suppose yeah. his wife didn't die. Suppose his unborn child didn't die. Got a lot of how wives. would his life? Two of suppose. Think about that. Be, also, yeah. also, wouldn't eat so much ice cream. Maybe Probably not. Probably be like for whom the bell tolls. If all my friends had their bells still, because when I'm around people with uh, not sex, they disappear. It's weird yeah, like that. He's buried in the Hills of Eternity Memorial Park, a Jewish cemetery chosen by his wife at the time. So those rocks on his grave. Yeah, a little bit. What was his n- wife's name? He had so many wives, Tom. It's really like. Like a lot of the research had to refer to like his current squeeze as his common law wife, yeah, uh, simply because like yeah, you, you it were, acted and talked right. like. Now you said he went through several wives, several but, wives, but his last one was, was Jewish. Jewish, and so her name was Rebecca. Sure. No, no, her, we'll his last one was um, Julia Roberts. I can. Oh, Jesus Christ! Is he Jewish? No. That's he's not Jewish. No, she's not Jewish. Uh, okay, and also, uh, I'd <laughs> kill myself too. <laughs> Well, that's who why Who wants to be in a room with that beast? (laughs) His gravestone would eventually be stolen right out of the fucking ground. Mm. It was later recovered at a local flea market, which makes me ask, what was the thief's game? Well, (laughs) he sold it. Yeah. He was able to sell it to the flea market people. Uh, yeah. I, right. I, I, when was this? Like in the sixties or some shit? Uh, I, I think it's recent. Like his, his, oh, recently. His, yeah. At, like so. Like I want to say like nineteen forties. So like wait. That was recently a, like nineteen forties. Recently after his death. Okay, so like nineteen twenty. Okay. Okay, okay, so yeah. like nineteen forty would be his death, and it was stolen again after that. But at the time, Kevin Costner, I think this was like at in like oh. the seventies. Offered to buy Wyatt Earp another tombstone wall because 
Costner, I think, played Wyatt Earp at one time. Was that him in Dances with Wolves? Maybe. I think that's I right. don't remember. I don't know. I that could be entirely wrong, and then, then it was I all... think it is. I've never seen that movie, but I, I, I remember the poster. It's very sexual. It was also stolen in 2009 by the Pawn Stars. Oh. <laughs> that bald guy. <laughs> I don't you know. Rick? Yeah, Rick. I'll give you a 415 Rick, for it. Rick stole it, and he tried to shove it up his ass. Didn't, uh, then... <laughs> didn't Chumley die? Did he? Did Chumley die? I don't know. I Wait, don't one know. of them died. Grandpa died, maybe. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. I, was, I thought he was dead on the show. I, like, I thought it was like just gases escaping from his mouth. Wait, can we look this up? I'm gonna look it <laughs> All up. Right. All right. But he was trying to sell Wyatt Earp's gravestone. It's, yeah. It, yeah, it's a, a priceless relic dating back to 1940, <laughs> I mean, 1920, and... Yeah, uh, 1930, you, for fuck's sake. Uh, 1930, and... I wish uh, I knew how much it sold. There's only one sold. of these, and there's uh, so much history behind it, I will give you $14. Okay. Yeah, but if you're the flea market guy taking the tombstone off of the vandal or thief, like, how do you how do you justify that? Like, what uh, do you have here? Wyatt Earp's tombstone. I'll give you $18 for it. <laughs> it's just like... How dumb does that flea market guy have to be? I mean, I don't know. People used to sell back in the fucking turn of the century, and then in the nineteenth century and early twentieth century, people used to sell fucking bodies. Oh yeah, you mummies. know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that was illegal. Fucking body snatchers. Yeah, and shit. I guess it's everywhere. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I'll take it off your hands. Someone will buy it before the police catch me. <laughs> you know? All right. Correction. Everyone from Pawn Stars is alive. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. Look at that photograph of them. Everyone shut up. <laughs> so this ends the fucking reign of Wyatt Earp. And what makes it exceptional is he lived to 80. It's pretty good. Because he never got hit by a bullet. No yeah. bullets. That's no, not... No, no gangrene, barely any alcohol, just a lot of cream. A little hot, bit of alcohol. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, he was a creamy bull. He was basically cream. a cat. Yeah, so like... <laughs> uh, yeah, this is like... I'm gonna say it. Like, all of the other subjects I've searched... I've understood their rise to fame. Like, oh, right. Like, I understand why, like, Steve Jobs, Thomas Edison, and Archimedes are famous. After looking at fucking Wyatt, I'm like, why the fuck are you famous? Why do I know your yes. name? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Coll collectively as a society, why do we know Wyatt Earp? Because you telling me all this information, I still feel that way. As for our listeners, Roast Mortem cast listeners, you should always be listening to us. So it doesn't matter if we have people like stupid Wyatt Earp. You tune in because you still learn. It's called science. Yeah. It's and also, science. guess what? Now he's famous because we talked about we him. Talked about him. <laughs> we talked about him. We talked We talked about him. He got to make finally. his own movies. Wow. You know, we could talk about fucking um, the, the guy from Ghost Hunters, even though he's alive. And now he's famous. Yeah, I'm from Ghost Hunters. Just fucking about to be trending. Herbal Jamal, Herbal. like you know, he yeah, died two days ago, and now we're gonna talk about him. Yeah, he's famous now. Yeah, Herbal Jamal. But yeah, you're right. I really I, don't I, find anything in this man's history that even. Yeah, because like what you got, you were disappointed. He was not the fastest I, draw in the wildest. I think he West. just rewrote his own history when you said he was in the movies. Yeah, like, maybe he just rewrote. Or no, definitely yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. He rewrote his own history. He made himself. He bigged him up. He was like, big up, big up, big up, son. You make it look good. Big up, I, big up, legend. If I, if I could do a callback <laughs> to a quote he said after, you know, his disgrace, the good Lord owes me an explanation for the things that have happened in my life. Spoiled. No, Wyatt, you owe the Lord an explanation for the shit you did during your life. Yeah, you fucking dumb piss. How did you not get shot? What a penis And And, 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 and to... To like drive home how hard he wasn't shot, he would take like shots through his coat. 
like he was able to like lift his arm and you could see sunlight through his coat. So he'd like, shoot his own coat? Mm, probably. Perhaps not. So that's your boy Wyatt Earp. Yeah, dog. Flip flopped on the law multiple times. Can't tell how many times. Yeah, handful of wives. Probably more. I can't than... tell how many wives he ca- he he had because I didn't count. It's uh, a definite finite amount that I could find. Guess. But I just did not. I'm going to say seven. seven. Seven wives. Seven wives. Seven acting wives. Because like you know, like a guy like Wyatt didn't sit down for a marriage. He just like your wife now. He, he yeah. He just told a girlfriend of his like you're. A functioning wife. Now. Well, they walked down a town hall, which was opened uh, anytime the sun was up. Yeah, we're married now, and Hello. my shit uh, might belong to her later. And then he disappears. I feel like a different town. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I, some of his marriages I, ended. I feel yeah, like back to it. back to a stupid joke that didn't hit before that I made about shotgun weddings. That it, wasn't even a joke. It was a joke. You were just talking about shotguns. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I'm just saying, he's had shotgun beers. You want a shotgun? Beer? You want a shotgun beer? Yeah, dude. That was the, that was yeah, the opposite man. of shotgun weddings. All right. Well, after this episode ends, I'm gonna go shotgun a beer. I'll join you. We'll just do it right here. I gotta pee out of my front. So that's the end of a uh, Wyatt Earp. That's Wyatt Earp in a nutshell. Wyatt, the quiet spaghetti Earp. Wyatt Barry yeah. Stapp Earp. I think lawless gun, lawful slash lawless gunmen that somehow made it to the age of eighty. All thanks, well, mostly in part to never being shot during one of his Cody. skirmishes. So you really opened my brown eye with this episode because so? I, I thought he was a a decent lawman, and he's a piece of shit. Okay, big old idiot. I, 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 I also, will hold on before you go on. I just want to say I'm on the opposite end where I thought he was a Billy the Kid type character. Okay. Oh, you thought he was a bandit? Two... I thought he was a bandit through and through. And okay. so I, I have also had my brown eye fisted <laughs> Open. with Cody's yeah, okay. information. <laughs> okay. Right. There you go. In in the spirit of disclosure and honesty, I did omit some of the like some of the more altruistic things he's done. Like oh okay well that's what we do here that's what yeah we yeah do. yeah we mash yeah. people he like one of the one of the one of the more shining things he's done is he helped a drunkard who passed out on a bridge off so what I would he do had five hundred dollars on him and Wyatt Earp didn't take any of it y- yeah, yeah but that's, that's where he fucked up because he's a bitch yeah, yeah I, 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 I <laughs> I'm saying that's just being a normal fucking person. Exactly. Travis, <laughs> I don't get shot in Tombstone, Arizona and steal $500 on a daily basis. I do that every fucking day. Yeah. I haven't been shot and I haven't stole money every day of my life. And it's going like, I don't know, three, 30 times 306. It's going like 9,000 days basically strong. Basically, with great responsibility comes great Spider-Man. So yeah, that's that. how he should learn his life. <laughs> after he's after he's dead, yeah, that's pretty much argue that shit. Yeah, argue with me how you argue. All right, well, there you go. Yeah, well, that's the end of the episode. I took, appreciate that. That was a good one, man. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, that was a lot took of fun. Colossal shots at an American icon. I don't regret it. He didn't do so much actually. Yeah, so I know that now, in, as I do every time. But now I say it just extra. Got caught his back. Fucking yeah! sexual. Ice Cream sexual. Boy. Fucking sexual. Wyatt Earp, a.k.a. Ice Cream Boy. A.k.a. The Bummer of Peoria. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for tuning in to the Roast Mortem Podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. We appreciate it. It has um, been a pleasure. You can follow us collectively at Roast Mortem Cast on Instagram, 
and Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter at Saunched, S-A-U-N-T-C-H-T. You can follow me at Erpy Boy. No. You can't fuck. No, you can't. No, my name is Travis Lee. You can follow me at Travis, L-E-E-G-I-O-N. Two E's. At both of them. Two E's on those. I am Cody McCann on Twitter. C-O-D-Y-M-C-C-A-N-N. Yeah, that's about it. Thank you so much. about does it. Danky dank. Danky shank. Try not to eat ice cream when you're pimping. You might uh, yeah, lose. pimping and ice cream. Yeah, dank. He, he did that simultaneously. Danky, dinky, wow. dinky, dinky. some things. Cody, right? We're doing things, right? We're doing a bunch of things. Before we get into the nitty-gritty, I'm gonna recommend a chaser. You've just enjoyed Wyatt Earp enough to join us for the post-show, and if you enjoyed that gunslinger, I'm gonna recommend another gunslinger by the name of John Dillinger. Oh, Dilly Earp. A.K.A. Episode 20. Go peep that out if you enjoyed Wyatt. I'm just... You know, yeah, yeah, pew pew. It's like I feel Dillinger was a little bit more uh, competent than Wyatt. No, Dillinger just tried to peep weans. That's all I'm saying. Peep weans, take those bank notes. And you should yada, watch yada, it because you'll see those weans yeah. in our episode with you'll your see, ears. You'll, you'll yeah. see them with your ears. I was gonna say you'll so see nothing funny. with podcasts. Yeah, well, you will. Hey, we're gonna do the glossarium segment. Oh, glossarium. You remember that? We reach out to you, roast mortem faithful, aka ninnies. And you let us know if you need any terminology cleared up for you. We got a regular two terms for you today. I speak English. I speak American. <laughs> uh, como estas muy bien? Si, tambien. Mm-hmm. Si. You too? Yo soy. Yes. <laughs> so our first definition up is Herbal Jamal. You might have heard us say we're taking Herbal Jamal breaks or we're going out for an Herbal Jamal. That's easy. Yeah, how do you know no one know what Herbal Jamal is? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make everyone know what an Herbal right. Jamal is right now. It's a noun. A central, albeit expendable, talisman that enables humanity to participate in the age-old rite known as a smoke break. Mm. That's right. Yes. Tom, mm-hmm. can you use Herbal Jamal in a sentence? I sure could. <clears throat> well, I just finished my taxes from 2016. And I could sure use an herbal Jamal. What do you say, boys? <laughs> oh, what a nerd. You, you do those. taxes? They're coming after us now. And our second term, and final term, is came to cremate. Or its alternative form, came to cream. Now, this is an idiom, and it's an expression to convey an individual's rigid, up-and-coming nature. And Travis, could you possibly use came to cream or came to cremate in a sentence? Yes, I can. I would just be like, hey, I step in this room. I came to cream. I came to cream. I came to cream a king to ka. Very awkward when you yeah. get in elevators with that. Well, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard lead for You're a You're supposed to walk into the elevator all confident and just yell, I came to cream. Hail. Hail. 
the yeah, confidence fo- thing. Fo- by a panting or a uh, scream with soda, if you will. Like, <laughs> at that volume. Came to cream. I'm Very not, important. Yeah, yeah. Came to cream. Yeah. Enough said. So Maybe. thanks for listening to us be the glossatorious presentores. We have come to terms. We have Erroneous. come to terms. We came to cream. We've, we've turned. We're at full term. <laughs> My cream is coming. Whoop. Thanks for listening. What do we got next? Outtakes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at this photograph. I gotta be Look at this photograph. Something about photographs. Every time I do, it's photographs. <laughs> this is where I went to graph. This is my friend Mark McGrath. The two of the uh, cowboys that fled, one of them is called Ike Clanton. Oh, and if the you, Clanton. Oh, okay. Because- Ike Clanton had a brother that perished in the resulting OK Corral shootout. So he comes back with you know, a legal vengeance. Okay. You know what I, mean? I just want to make mm. sure it wasn't Doc with his Jewish wife. <laughs> no. Big nose. Wyatt had, the, Wyatt had a Jewish wife, not Doc. Oh, uh, so Wyatt is now a big nose. No, he married... He I'm will sorry, eventually Jewish. marry a no, Jewish woman. No, no, all. you mentioned you mentioned uh, big, big nose. nose. Yeah, that's Doc Holliday's. Yeah, wife. yeah that's okay. his Jewish wife. Why it? Why it would okay, eventually okay, have yeah, a Jewish okay, wife? Okay. I don't know if Big Nose Kate was Jewish. That's uh, uh, she. She could have been. <laughs> that's all I know.